0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trade.com Crypto Show. Today, I've got a good friend and returning guest in the form of the crypto luck. He's been doing a great deal of stuff in the space. And of course, I want to talk to him about what he has noticed uh, in his most recent sort of bullish activity. So thank you so much for your time today, like I appreciate it, mate. Great to be back on. Yeah, so look, obviously, since the last time we spoke, certainly things have uh, have changed quite dramatically, as is often the case in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Um, what have you noticed as being a big shift from uh, what people, or, or, or engagement, I suppose, but what's been the biggest shift since the markets sort of come back to less sort of uh, slogging each other and more getting on board and being
1: excited? People are coming back. I think that's the biggest thing is that people are coming back. And, you know, when it was the depths of the market drama and all the despair was here not a lot of people were here not a lot of people were interested which is i always find to be super fascinating because that's the time that i find the most interesting Mm -hmm. it's like oh my god look you know bitcoin's now three four five thousand dollars like this is an insane opportunity for a lot of people but people just weren't here then people do get drawn back in like i guess moths to the flame when the price starts going up right And so I have seen a lot more new people coming in, which is amazing. I'm super excited to see new blood coming into crypto because obviously, you know, we need more people in the markets overall. That's, that's for the good long-term health of the entire crypto economy, but we are seeing more retail people coming back in. I see it every day in my comment section. So yes, institutional buyers have been a big driver so far of the market. Obviously we see all the, the new futures products and things being launched and, Everything going on in the US with fidelity and Ameritrade and all this stuff that's happening, but that's all being built so that they can cater to a wider audience of people yeah. and that wider audience is taking a note and who I mean in the comments section, of course,
0: we could talk to the retail side to start with, then we'll go across to the CME and what we're seeing there, but in the retail side, are you seeing the demographic change Is, is there a different audience to last time? Is
1: there a different type of person coming in at the moment? No, I think it's relatively the same kind of people, right? It's, it's just people who are finding out about cryptocurrencies, finding out about the financial opportunity, finding out about all of the ability to change all these business models right on their head, you know, to challenge the banking system and all this kind of stuff. All those people are coming in and it's now that the media is talking about it more, people are just getting more exposure to it. So Hmm. You know, all the people who, when they are watching the price go down, the media is saying nothing good about it. But now the media is saying nice things about it again. So people are taking an interest, right? And that that media exposure has a lot of power, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, completely. I mean, on, on that same front, we're seeing, you know, I, I read the uh, AFR, the Australian Financial Review, uh, pretty much each day. I have a flick through it because there's one here in my office each morning that gets delivered. And I'm seeing a lot more positivity in blockchain, Bitcoin, and all that sort of stuff because they've got to cover stuff. And what's hot they cover. That's what their job That's is to right. do. And it's good to see. You now, when Bitcoin price goes down, they flog it out. When Bitcoin's price goes up, they say it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so I'm seeing a lot more of that. And also at my train station, when I get off in the morning, I, I come from one stop and I'm there. I get off and the first thing I see is a massive billboard for Oracle using blockchain to such and such, whatever the thing is. But they're Oracle one of the largest companies in the world, is using blockchain and making it very public. So Mm -hmm. once again, it's more of that exposure to the retail market that is driving things. And of course, we can't discount the Facebook Libra announcement. Uh, Of course, that was the biggest shot in the arm as far as um, marketing and PR. You you just can't buy Mm -hmm. that sort of exposure, uh, which is also, once again, just laid on top more and more and more legitimacy of the space. And we come back and we talk about... um, the CME group uh, and institutions because we have seen a lot more volume uh, on the CME. And let's be honest, the CME contract, that futures contract, it's not, um, it's not your, your retail trader. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's- You might have a few in there, but they're going to be larger, more professional type traders. And that's what we need. We need liquidity. We need volume. We need volatility. The volatility is taken care of. Uh, The liquidity in the futures is what we're building on. And the reason we need it uh, is because without derivatives, then hedge funds and, and larger asset classes will not come into the space because... How can you possibly enter into a space with the the volatility of Bitcoin without having a way to hedge your risk? So Mm -hmm. we're seeing that volume increase, which is a direct indicator of institutional players. And it just seems to continue to increase. So it's definitely a shift. I'm I'm, I'm so glad to see the market's not talking about the ETF anymore, because I think, I think that was something that was a big, big, big distraction. Uh, People don't realize what an ETF really is and that, ETS generally, you know, working on a futures price, right? So we need more futures. Have you been hearing, uh, you know, I I don't have time to read through everything. I've got to be honest. Um, And I try and just not um, because from my point of view, I don't want anything to distract me from the strategies that I trade. Mm -hmm. Has there been anything else out there that's been sort of a, a relatively large shift or a step in the right direction that you've noticed over the last
1: couple of months? Well, there's a couple of things. And actually, it actually has to do with futures because I'm sure you've seen, or maybe you haven't seen, but you probably have seen that we have had Ledger X and Eris X, both a few, um, approved by the CFTC to launch their futures contracts. Yeah. That means that when I see that, And the fact that BACT is testing this month, even though they haven't announced approval yet, that means that BACT's approval is almost a certainty in my mind. So you have these three major players all launching physically settled Bitcoin futures contracts. That is a massive amount of liquidity for the major players in the game here. So this is like institutional candy for them. You know, there's not just a CME anymore. It's just now they're going to be the outlier, right? The CMEs now got their cash settled futures versus these three new players who all have Bitcoin settled futures. I think that's going to be just massive in terms of bringing that, that, that money flow in for the institutions in particular. And when the institutions start getting excited about it, then we see more retail coming in and we see Fidelity pushing more crypto products to their customers. We see Ameritrade who is uh, working in collaboration with, I'm pretty sure it was ErisX actually, to get those futures contracts out. But we have Ameritrade, is going to be offering Bitcoin on their platform. That's the five or seven million traders in the US. And just, they are building the architecture right now for the next retail boom. And it's interesting that we're going to see a lot of these major platforms like Ameritrade and others being big players now, along with the likes of Binance and Coinbase and all this stuff. So it's pretty exciting to see all that coming together. A lot
0: of big steps in the right direction and uh, talking to the Binance margin training, it came out as a uh, a tweet yesterday, I believe the Binance were going to officially open up, I think it was 20 times leverage on, I don't remember exactly what the tweet was, um, have you looked into that very much? Because I've got to be honest, I, I haven't, and I'm, I won't start trading that until the dust settles. I, I, wanna, I want everyone else to work out what the bugs are, and then I'll just come in and use it. Uh, I'm still going to be difficult to leave my favorite platform as Bitnex, uh, as far as I know there's not too many contracts there, but it's got the liquidity that I really, mm-hmm. really, really, really need. Um, so have you had a look around Binance? Do you know much about what's going on with that, or is that sort of under the radar? I, you know, see? I
1: haven't uh, I haven't actually got into that yet. I did apply for uh, early access to the margin platforms. I know they gave it out to a few people, but I didn't get access to it. I haven't actually had a chance to look at um, really what they're doing much yet, except for that I know they are doing margin trading. I know it's going to be 20X, and that's, that's kind of it. But when we look at, we've seen some of these major exchanges. Obviously, Bitfinex is uh, doing margin trading. OKX is doing margin trading. I think Huobi is doing margin trading. So we're seeing more and more of these really big liquidity exchanges offering that. So, I mean, competing with BitMEX. I mean, BitMEX just announced the other day that they did a trillion dollars in volume. That's insane. You know, obviously, though, Binance is the biggest spot price exchange. Yes. So if anyone can bring immediate liquidity into their margin markets, yeah. I feel like it's going to be Binance.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing somebody. I mean, I've spoken to a few exchanges that, have, that are bringing this system in with the, you know, linked stop orders. Uh, just so I can raise an order without having to sit there and stare at the goddamn chart and don't have to use a, um, like a limit order on everything. I, I prefer to trade like a professional. Unfortunately, I'm not able to. Uh, I have to spend a lot more time in this market around my orders uh, and especially, and also with, with regards to scaling out sometimes you've got to be there Johnny on the spot because you can't have one order either way. You know, you, you've got to make sure that it's the correct order. Sit like you, you've got to be there. You need to take your stop. It's, it can be really frustrating. Binance is a real guilty one for that. Um, so hopefully we get to see some better tools for the retail trader because it will just make my job as a trader, but not just as a trader, but as somebody who's educating people on risk management, um, it just makes it so much more accessible if if we're able to just raise an order and go to bed because I, there's so many trades that, you know, I'm not going to sit up, I'm not going to change my life for a trade. All right. A trade could change my life by all means, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not going to change my life for a trade because otherwise you end up being a zombie and you stay awake till 12 in the morning or so <laughs> two in the morning. It's been, it's been bizarrely, I guess it is really good for the Northern hemisphere uh, people the two AM candle, when it opens, has been it has been producing some absolutely amazing trades this year. Now, I'm not going to set an alarm for two o'clock. I'm not I'm not in the right headspace at two in the morning. Even if I'm awake, I'm not in the right headspace at two in the morning. You know, I'm, I'm usually shattered at that point. And I have to get through something for a deadline. So it's um it'd be really nice to see us be able to raise those orders and put a stop loss. And I'm keeping a very very close eye on that at the moment as well. So let's talk, let's spin it around a little bit. And talk to uh, price because we have seen obviously a, a tremendous run up through ten thousand, blasting all the way up to thirteen eight nine five or whatever the number was, um, and we have seen a nice little pullback. What do you think we're going to do from here? There's definitely some signs of strength coming back in. Well, what's your take on where we are, where we are at the moment, price wise? And I will remind people that today is the third of July, and Bitcoin is currently trading eleven thousand three hundred and twenty seven dollars.
1: It's very exciting to see what happened. Obviously the pullback that we saw was not to be unexpected without a doubt. I mean, considering that that massive parabolic rise. This is, you know, fairly standard kind of stuff, seeing such a correction coming through. The question is, of course, are we going to be moving up big time into the, you know, the twenty thousand and beyond zone? I feel like that's such a level where we're going to be you know, obviously retail is taking a much bigger interest at the moment. And they're gonna be a big price driver as the institutions they don't when they buy, they buy in a way that doesn't make the price spike by twenty, thirty percent in a day. That's not their game. They're much cleverer and make nice, slow, quiet over the counter mm-hmm. buys. But the retail, the retail's coming, and I feel like that's gonna be one of our big drivers pushing us back over the twenty thousand dollar mark. Now, are we going to see more downside? I think that's a question that's probably in most people's minds because everyone's, of course, you know either looking to short along the market or just simply you know buy the dip and add into the position for the moon for the moon rocket, right? That's an interesting question. Obviously, what the market's going to do tomorrow is anyone's real guess. You know, it's about trying to find the best strategies and minimizing your risk towards the downside, right? But I feel like we could definitely see some more downside before we really see that, that big liftoff happening. But, you know, 10K is a pretty strong level, as we did see. We only saw a very brief dip below 10K. So, you know, do we just blast straight up to 20,000, or do we see some consolidation? I would like to see consolidation. I think that would be much healthier than just a, a, a you know, a candle in an hour's time blasting us up to $20,000, that would not be sustainable. You know, no, I'd i mean, like nice slow trade. growth.
0: I want to see a slow grind, man. Like the more opportunities I get to enter, the bigger the position I end up with when we do go nuts. And,
1: mm-hmm. and I think
0: that's a really big thing to understand is that, you know, you're not just looking for one trade. You look, for me, the way I trade with Marge, I'm looking for, points. I want, I want to have 10 different trades. I want to have 30 trades on. So I end up having this you know, multiple million size position in Bitcoin on the contracts and and you know, for, it moves five bucks and there's a Bitcoin. That's the sort of thing I'm after. Um, but it takes time to build those positions. And to build those positions, you need a steady trend. Um, and what we don't see very often is a steady trend. We, we tend to see an absolute takeoff mm-hmm. point. Uh, thankfully there was a bunch of entries um i was getting along at 8089 the first one there was there were several more using the strategies that i use on the way up one of my mentor oh, sorry one of my apprentices at one stage was up 98 to one on a trade now if you're following my risk principles that's 98 percent on one trade now he didn't bank 98 percent because it did pull back but he banked a very hefty profit indeed and that's the thing with trading is that you know People are talking about 10 X on a token. That means it has to go 10 times its current price level. Mm -hmm. If you make a trade, right. And you take a, let's say Bitcoin for an example, you've got a hundred dollars stop loss and you're trading with margin. If it moves a thousand dollars, that's a 10 X on your risk. All right. So if you risk a thousand dollars on that, that's 10 grand. Now we know that that can occur very, very quickly, especially if you're talking Mm -hmm. with a tight stop. And that's where trading gives you an edge to really build those gains. I I build it into Bitcoin. Uh, I'm a, True believer that we will see. I mean, look, I don't know if Bitcoin's going to take over the world and become a the global reserve currency. Uh, I don't think I don't, I don't have the ability to think that far ahead. Um, but what I do see is that I do believe we will see a very strong move, uh, and I'd like to see. I'd like to see it a little bit less crazy. It'll get crazy at some point. This pullback here, you mentioned 10,000. Well, 10,000 also coincided with uh, around about a 61.8% fib. So now we've got two factors. It also pulled back into the cradle zone on the daily and two daily. The weekly, yeah, it didn't quite get into there, but we've had a 30% or just shy of a 30% pullback. And in 2017's market, we saw, I think it was 4 30 to 40% pullbacks as we kept on climbing. So I'm hopeful that this, uh, I mean, we're at 4% right now. I'm hopeful that we've found the new bottom uh, in this trend and we continue to, uh, to move to the upside to make everyone's life a lot
1: easier. Man, it sure would, wouldn't it? Uh, You know, that would be great to see kind of playing out like that. And like you said, it's, those nice slow trends would just be delicious to see coming through on Bitcoin because it's, yeah, it's, it's the volatility is fun. It's nice when we see it go up 20 or 30% uh, on Bitcoin in a week, but that's also uh, trickier. Right. And I think it's also dangerous for retail in terms of we want more people to come in, we want more people to welcomed into the asset class. And when you have people getting burned by, you know, a 30% rise, they all run in and buy it at 14 grand. They sell it at 10 grand the next day. I mean, that guy, There's people who did that. I guarantee there's somebody who signed up for Coinbase for the first time, bought it at $13,800, sold it the next day for $10,300. That's going to happen. And those kind of massive price movements are great for traders, right? I mean, you can, if you know what you're doing, you get in there, you can look at that, you can play around with that a bit, but it's the long-term picture. It's much healthier to have these nice steady growth patterns happening. A lot of people have been talking about the alt market. Uh, Of
0: course, you know, some people are saying out there that, that uh, alts are booming. Well, they're not. Uh, some are. You know, Link, for example, is a great... It's, it's been having a fantastic year. Litecoin had a great start to the year. EOS had a good start to the year. Binance had a great start to the year. But if you look across many of the Bitcoin converted charts trading against Bitcoin, well, they're getting absolutely smashed. They, a lot of them are at all-time lows. Now, I'm all for having a balanced portfolio, but what does a balanced portfolio mean in a sector, i.e. cryptocurrency, that tends to all move together unless it doesn't. Now, what do you think and where do you think we're going to see these powerful moves for these alts? Do you think it's going to be inside the top 10, 20? Or do you think we've got scope for being further outside? Because it seems to be that there's not too many dark horses
1: sort of having a gallop at the moment. I think that there's going to be a little bit of everything coming into play here. I mean, obviously, some of those top coins are going to do really, really well. Some of those coins that are in the top 100, top 20 even yeah. some of those have absolutely no place being there there there's no reason why they exist and that's a, it's a question of there's almost no on-chain transactions happening for some of these cryptocurrencies you know some of them are a couple thousand transactions a day and they have multi-billion dollar market caps it doesn't make any kind of sense at all i mean for one reason or another they're propped up in terms of values so those ones I- I'm not so excited about. There are others though that I think we will see in the top ten that are really gonna start making moves, or in the top twenty they're gonna start making moves, right? When Ethereum takes back off to five or six hundred dollars, right, as we see the decentralized finance really kind of taking off for Ethereum, I think that's potentially something that really could push a, a-, a bigger movement across the entire altcoin space when we see for example, Cardano finally launching a, a fully functional blockchain. That could be, again, something that brings in a lot of value. And and with these coins where you can have staking rewards, I think that is one thing that actually adds an extra dimension of value to actually getting and holding and providing an ecosystem for holding on to these altcoins. because. We see a lot of altcoins that, yeah, they are hitting these massive lows versus Bitcoin as Bitcoin sort of eating up the entire market. But there are definitely some liars. I mean, IEOs have had some great moments if you learn how to take profits on those and not, you know, ride them up and then ride them into the ground. Right. There's definitely some great opportunities still for the IEO market overall and to pick up IEOs when they do crash down and potentially get. Uh, you know, some secondary movement on those moving forward. Some of those are really great projects that will add a lot of value to the overall crypto economy, which isn't that positive, right? And obviously, there's some low cap gems that have done very well. And, you know, will go up uh, 2030x, right? And it's pretty easy to go up 20, x when your market cap is 4 or $5 million, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Especially for projects with really strong fundamentals. We've seen, for example, uh, Quant and LTO and a yeah. few others that have had big movements and have been very strong over the past couple of months, right? Yeah. Quant's gone really well. Quant's gone really well and it's still going well. It'll probably yeah. still go well into the future if, you know, their big partnerships and things actually play out. And I think that's what a lot of traders are looking for because as safe as Bitcoin is – within cryptocurrencies yeah. right you know yeah. as safe as bitcoin is it's safe and that's part of the problem because there's a lot of people who they look well, at it and fun. you know they say oh well i can three or four or five or 10x my my my, my money over the next five years on bitcoin right maybe it's going to go hundred thousand dollars 10 10x my investment over the next five years or i can get into some of these altcoins and 10x in the next month or two or three months right or two or three x my money and, you know it, it's the gains are a lot quicker but they're also way high risk right because this is one thing that um you know has been a hard lesson for i know a lot of people in crypto i've certainly made this mistake you know getting getting into these altcoin bags and not having the proper risk management strategies to just cut them loose you know cut the losers and you know just accept the hey you know I lost 10 20% on that one and that was my that was my out zone and i'm out now yeah. you know i've got a couple bags that i'm uh, holding on to that i've lost so much There's not even a point in selling right now. If it goes Um, back up and hits the moon, well, that's great. If it goes to zero, well, you know, whatever.
0: That's it. (laughs) That's it. A lot of of emotional activity, uh, they're they're married to projects. And that's a very, very dangerous thing. And look, the most important thing anyone can invest in is their education. That's why Mm -hmm. I do what I do. That's why you do what you do. And like, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Where can they find out more information about where to hear your reviews and what you do?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just come over and find me on YouTube, The Crypto Lark. Best place to find out about all the the latest happenings in crypto land. Excellent. Crypto Lark. That's what we need to find.
0: It's on YouTube. You probably follow the man already. He's doing very well in that space. I do some stuff with him as well. Obviously, he's here right now. Thank you so much for your time, my man. And uh, we'll speak again down the track, buddy. Take care. Talk soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye for now.